Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're doing 2017's Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele. Still under lockdown, no coffees. Yep. Yeah. No. I'm hoping... Yeah, I'm hoping it comes to an end soon. I think it might do. I don't know. Who knows? Nobody really knows, do they? I have no idea. No, we'll see. It's a bit of a shock to the system when it does, though. Yeah, it'll be weird. Everyone will be like, I've got all this time going to do stuff. It's weird. Because now everyone will get the jobs. Everyone's going to lament that they didn't get all their jobs done whilst we had the lockdown. Apart from Rob. Rob got all his jobs done. Well, And did some work. (laughs) I certainly haven't got my jobs done. Yeah, but you have been working, though. You haven't been at home all the time, have you? I've been working, yeah. Mm. I suppose I haven't actually had any more time other than usual. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's fair. Finished um, my uh, Eurovision video. It's all edited, ready to be shown. Would it have been this weekend? Uh, I think it's 15th it was meant to be on. We might be on the 15th. Oh, I'm so disappointed, but I agree. Me too. You couldn't go ahead. Yeah, I me too. Love I love Eurovision. It's yeah. great. But I feel Jan like this might Sand. be... What does Jan Olofsand do? What is he going to do? He must like literally just do Eurovision just stuff. Prepares. Yeah, like all year for one day and then just does it again. I bet he's, he's well he's bored. Like he's like an athlete of fairness, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he is he a bit, yeah. yeah. To to fight for fairness. Fight for fairness. Around. I like it. Oh, he's on like, Instagram. I bet he does. I'm going to look. 
I'm gonna look and see. I wish I ever looked. See if Jan Ola Sun's on Instagram. Imagine that. Following. It'll be like, yep, no uh, Eurovision. I've got nothing to do. Mm, there's no like official people. Mm, there's a fan club. Oh, is there? Yeah, but I don't think he's actually on it. I wonder if he's on Twitter. I wonder if he's on Twitter. <gasps> he's on Twitter. Is he? Yep. <sighs> and it's him because it's got a little tick by his name. Got a tick. Got a tick. Love it. I have followed him. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I've got no news. There's no, there's nothing happening. No film news, really. Nothing. No. <laughs> uh, no we're news also, at all. We're also boring. Oh, dear. Right. In that, in that case, the film. So, 2017's Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele. It scored a 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. And a little synopsis is... Chris and Rose go to visit Rose's parents. Things are awkward, possibly because the parents are dealing with the relationship between Chris and their daughter. But things get weird. Get out, Chris. Get out. Get out. Get out! Ugh. Yeah. It's so good. I feel like this is like the second time I've watched it. And I watched it sort of to dissect it a little bit for the podcast and I feel like I liked it more yeah yeah like from when I originally watched it like I enjoyed it the first time but I feel like I enjoyed it more this time yeah good I really liked it it's really really good I I knew right from the start there was something up I was gonna say hit that deer yeah that was like a bad sign it was like bad sign bad omen yeah that's it uh, before we get into yeah. it, there will be spoilers on this, so if you've not watched it, have a little watch and come back to us because it'd be a shame to ruin it, I think. Um, Actually, yeah. I knew it was going to be bad in the but before the deer when um first guy... That poor guy gets abducted. In the white... Yeah, that, that was the bigger O. <laughs> I feel the like, yeah, because he was o. like... It was just he was just wandering around in like a suburban area and it looked like a nice area yeah. as well. But he he was he was talking to somebody who he was gonna go meet and he's like, Oh why 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 am I here? Like I stick out like a sore thumb. This this place is like suburbia and it's yeah. not for me. Um and yeah, there, there's a car that follows him, that's really creepy. That's happened to me before. Oh. But then it drove off. Oh really? Yeah, it's creepy. But he just kind of carries on. Hmm? Who? Was that Jeremy in the white car? Yeah. Jeremy. I assume so, yeah. Yeah, Because I was assuming. Yeah, I thought the person wearing the night helmet looked bigger than Jeremy when I first saw Jeremy. But in hindsight, that was Jeremy, wasn't it? Yeah, because they say that he has different methods to Rose. Yeah. Which is basically just kidnapping people. From the looks of it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's like... It kind of sets the tone because you know something something bad is happening but you don't know what is happening. So he gets abducted and then you get your sort of credits to a backdrop of like woods. Quite nice, it's quite relaxing. It's just like travelling along like a, a wood or like really tree area. And then we cut to Chris's flat. Chris has got a really nice flat, I love his flat. Oh, flat. It's really nice, isn't it? Oh. And he's just getting ready, and then it's sort of 
interspersed with Rose getting them some breakfast, I'm well, assuming, because she gets, like, coffee and pastries. Well. Yeah. That's another part of mine. But then it's kind of a... You don't really think of it at the time, because, like... No, because... I've watched, I've watched Rob sometimes, and he cuts himself to shreds. And I'm like, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Use a blunt razor. Horrible. Oh. Yeah, so she comes in, and, and they're obviously together, and she's brought in some breakfast and he's packing and then she's sort of like have you got this have you got your toothbrush have you got this and he's like yeah 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 yeah." and then he just looks at her and says do they know i'm black and then she's like no why should they is that an issue kind of thing so she seems quite i think they do i think they do i think they do yeah she seems quite like unbothered about it i suppose yeah, she's just like, well, is it is it really an issue? No, it's not really an issue. And yeah. then he sort of says, well, do you do you not think that you should mention that? Like, which, which is it's I don't like can't really say because obviously I'm a white woman, but I feel like maybe some people might see it as an issue. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, people definitely because some people are just ridiculous. Would see it as an issue. I feel like in this day and age, it shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Like, my brother is in an interracial relationship and talking to my sister-in-law about that, I spoke to her about it once and she and she was saying, like, because they've been together for probably since, since I can remember at least, so it must have been the 80s. Yeah. And, like... She said, like, oh, it used to be, like, a really weird situation and, and and people had problems with it and stuff. And I was like, what? But, like, for me, because I was little, like, that was normal to me, which it should be. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it never it never was an issue. It was just my sister-in-law. She's great. I wish they lived near her because I don't see them that much. So I don't think they could live further away. They literally couldn't. I need... to me, they oh, what I need to do is go visit them because they live in the yeah. Cayman Islands and it's nice there. I loved it there. Oh, it was so nice. Apart oh. from they do get they get land crabs, which is weird. Oh. They had a crab in the garden once, and I was like, that's weird. <laughs> it's a different life. Yeah. It's a different life. If uh, I ever went out there, I'd be going for that pirate treasure. <laughs> All over the place out there. Is it? Yeah. You see, so I watched that Caribbean, that Caribbean oh, thing of the with Philippe Cousteau. Yeah, worst treasure hunters ever. They found no they treasure. They never found a thing. They I didn't. watched all of those. They I'm never like, yeah, is it Jacques Cousteau? I want to say Jacques yeah, Cousteau. Your Jacques, Jacques Cousteau's Jacques like grandson or whatever. Come on, mm. get get finding some treasure. All they did was five minutes before the end, someone's oxygen would run out. And they'd have to race back to the boat and be like, well, that was incredible, but we didn't find anything. Yeah, and I'm like, you've literally found nothing in the sort of ten episodes that I have watched of this. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> Good. Was still, I still watched it. Was it was nice, though. Yeah, I just yeah, like to watch the scenery. Enough, I still thought they were going to find something. I know, yeah. I did like the scenery and I like the sort of... They did like a bit of history about the area and stuff. That was quite interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Anyway, so... Anyway. So yeah, so he's he's sort of saying about this this issue, is it an issue? And then she's like, My parents are cool, they're lame, but they aren't racist and then she's like, He'll probably talk to you about Obama. Which yeah. is a weird sort of thing, because I feel like 
it's kind of people i've seen people do this and they kind of like use it as a sort of they're like you know i'm i'm cool like i'm not racist i voted for obama it's like right yeah. it's weird i don't like it but yeah but like i feel like she she's sort of like they've got good intentions they're not you know so she the thing with rose is that she seems really like a really well balanced kind of yeah. nice character yeah who doesn't see it as an issue and because she's so so thoroughly not concerned about it she doesn't see it as an issue so why yeah. would anyone else sort of thing yeah that's, that's it that's yeah it definitely comes across, which yeah is probably not a bad thing obviously in hindsight yeah turned out badly with yeah. rose so, um, but at this stage, she seems like a really great character. Yeah, she see, she seems like a nice a nice girl, and you think, yeah, all right, fine, go meet yeah. the parents. And I feel like like anyone like going to anyone going to meet the parents for the first time, like whatever race or whatever gender, creed, whatever, like it's pretty scary, like because you're always a bit like, well, oh, you know, are they going to get on with me, and am I going to get yeah. on with them and stuff? It's all very. It's kind of it kind of plays to sort of like normal people's sort of like anxieties, like they would have anxieties about it, like yeah. And he yeah, it's kind of like their relationship is kind of like a rom com type relationship all the way through up until it isn't. <laughs> it isn't <laughs> until it isn't. It's not romantic it's not. comedy. It's a terrifying horror. Yeah, so he he's in the car and he's feeling a bit. He looks a bit sort of nervous and he decides to call his friend Rod who works for the TSA, and uh, mm-hmm. he's looking after his dog. I love his dog as well. He's got such a lovely dog. He's rather yeah. cute. He's like, yeah, thanks for looking after my dog. And and then he's like, oh, can I talk to Rose? And they have a bit of banter, and he's like, oh, you know, you pick the wrong guy, and blah, blah, blah. And you can tell that they all sort of, they're all good friends, and they all get along with each other. Yeah. And, uh, and then he says... And then he he talks to him on the phone again, and he's like, he tells him to not go to the white girl parents' house. He's like, don't go, <laughs> don't do it. He knew, uh, knew something was amiss. I yeah, yeah, I like him. He's great. And then so they're in the car and they're chatting, and then they hit something with the car and sort of career off the road. So he goes to have a look, and there's this like noise of an animal that's been hit, and you're like, oh no, like what have they hit? Kind of thing. And he finds this deer that's in a clearing that's sort of laying on its side and it doesn't look great. So they call the police and then so they arrive and they're sort of they're sort of saying, Well, you know, ring animal control next time, blah blah blah. Next time you hit a deer. Oh, alright then. And uh and then she sort of says, Oh you know, yeah, we will do, blah 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 and then he asks Chris for his driving license and then she says that she was driving yeah but he kind of ignores it and still asks him for it which i was like no that's not okay and she sticks up for him and says well he wasn't driving white what are you doing that for kind of thing and and then he kind of backs Mm. off and then says i'll just check your check your lights and stuff because obviously they're broken or whatever and they get back in the car and it's kind of they sort of sit there and it's a bit awkward and and then he's like well yeah thank thanks for that kind of thing and she's like well yeah i'm gonna stick up for you like you're my boyfriend i'm not yeah gonna take that crap off anyone 
which is quite rightly and all. And then they arrive at the... Ma- I've put, arrive at massive rich people house. It's huge. Oh, it's huge. I'd be like... It's so big. I would not feel comfortable there as a, as a sort of not upper class person. I'd be like, no. I would uh, Too drop something and break it. <laughs> you can guarantee. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I've broken your Ming Dynasty vase. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Or, or I'd, I'd like pick up an ornament or something and be like, oh, what's this? And they're like, oh, it's some lashes. Stuff like that. I'd always do stuff like that. <laughs> Has this happened to you before? <laughs> well. Uh, well. <laughs> I wouldn't like not to say. Did it happen at your house? It might have happened at my house. Yeah, it might have happened at my house, actually. Yeah, Yeah. I won't go into details, but I think I did it at your house. (laughs) To be fair, that's a a regular thing, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I've got another Ming vase, Celia. It's fine. It's it's replaceable. (laughs) Oh, no, wait, it's not. (laughs) Uh, Oh, dear. So, yeah, they arrive at this massive house and they've got a groundskeeper who's there who's a black guy and he kind of stares at them funny when they walk up and yeah but he's he's there and he will come back um you pretty much know there's something creepy is going on at this house it's like constantly trying to figure out what it is they're always like everyone's really nice yeah and you're like yeah they're nice but there's something off and it's, it's an undertone. yeah like I had this like feeling like in the pit of my stomach, and I was like, "Something's not right in this house." I don't, I don't know what it is, yeah. and I don't. It's Never almost like people are being too nice. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's weird. Don't be weird. They did a very good job. The actors who were playing the rest of her family. Yeah, did a really good job. I really like her. Um, what's yeah. she called? Catherine Keener. I've seen her in a few really things. Really good, being welcoming, but also it's like there's undertones of creepy. Yeah, you know something's wrong, mm. but there's nothing that Chris can do about. There's nothing for Chris to pick up on. No, because he can't. Because they're being perfectly like, nice. Yeah, but to then him. there's like little little bits and pieces. Yeah. That all sort of by the time it all comes together, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like that kind of thing that we we've spoke about on here before. Like when you're in a situation. But you kind of just go along with it because that's kind of the polite thing to do. But then yeah. obviously it snowballs and snowballs and snowballs, and then you're in like a situation that you just can't get out of. In yeah. the end, have you seen uh. Dante's Peak? No. There's a bit in that where Pierce Brosnan is talking about um, the that situation, except it's signs that the volcano is going to blow, and he's saying, you know, that thing about frog. If you put a frog in cold water and you warm it up slowly. It gets to boiling point and the frog never jumps out. Yeah. But if you put a frog in boiling water, it'll jump so it out. Yep. That's yeah, it. That's exactly it. Obviously, I don't like that because I like frogs. But that is a. It's a that. good. It's a good analogy, I think. It's an analogy. Mm. It's not a real frog. So um, yeah. So like so they meet them at the door and they're all very nice and and they sort of let them in and and then. They sort of, I think one of them, because they say they're on about that they hit this deer on the way, and then they kind of make a joke about hitting a deer. There's no deers around here, so you'll be all right. And they all laugh, and uh, yeah, and it's all kind of yeah, it's all kind of. But then it's like oh, the dad's just being like weird dad kind of thing, and you yeah. you just kind of think, well, yeah, whatever. 
Um, they say they've been together like four or five months and, and it's sort of typical sort of chit-chat kind of. They find out that her mum, Missy, is a psychiatrist and the dad's a doctor and then he sort of says... Because he, he's like, oh, do you want to take a tour of the house? I always do that to people who's first come to my house. I don't know why. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know why people do. Why do people do that? It's weird. But he's, he's going around yeah, this house. It depends how clean your house is. Yeah, that's true. So your house is quite nice inside. So you could give people a tour. Whereas my house, I'd have to be like, don't look at anything. <laughs> Shut your eyes. <laughs> Everything in this house is a work in progress. There is like, <laughs> nothing is done. <laughs> it's partly finished. Oh, yeah, so it's saying the bits finished have been damaged. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So the, bit, the bits that were finished have since finishing been damaged. So, so they, they need, need refinishing. Oh dear. Yeah. This is what you should be using your time for in this lockdown, Celia. Exactly. But I won't. <laughs> but no. <laughs> oh god. So yeah. So he's he's showing him around this house, and he says that he's he likes to travel and he likes to collect things so he's got like loads of sort of i want to say artifacts but not artifacts but it's just like um rich people rich people stuff that is brought back from various places yeah and then he starts talking about his dad who got what does he say he got beat in the olympics by that guy jesse owen jesse owen um and he sort of says yeah, and he, and he sort of says like, yeah, he never really, he never really got over it, but he said he did, but he didn't, kind of thing. Yeah. Which I never well, even, I never even sort of twigged that until later on, but we'll get to that. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah that makes sense. So he, yeah, he says that he, he looked after his parents and and how the the mum like liked the kitchen so like we kept a piece of her to be there and and to sort of honor her and all this lot and you think oh that's yeah. nice you know that's nice whatever yeah. and then he says that he voted for obama Ugh. so all right then <laughs> it just sort of says oh okay but she did warn him about that so yeah. um and then they they're just chat they're just chatting aren't they and um you learn that chris has no parents because his dad left when he was young and his mum died in a car crash yeah hit and run hit and run yeah and then she in this time she's stirring this tea with a teaspoon isn't she when she's talking to him which is uh the spoons are silver as well so it's kind of i've just realized what you know when you say teaspoon yeah like a spoon for your tea isn't it teaspoon yeah. I never realised it was a spoon for tea. I just thought they were called teaspoons, like <laughs> the letter T. No, it's to stir your tea with and put sugar in. That's blown your mind, doesn't it? It's a tablespoon. A tablespoon is a spoon you have at the table, and a teaspoon is a spoon for your tea. Yeah, and a soup spoon is a spoon for your soup. I, don't, I just thought they were called like teaspoons. A tablespoon. Like, I didn't think they had those names because that's what they were for. I thought that's just what they were called. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't think I've ever looked into it that much. But, yeah, I guess. That's blown your mind, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so wow. she's got this, yeah, she's got this spoon and she's stirring a tea, but it's silver. 
So that kind of denotes that they're upper class and they're quite privileged and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so the the they end up talking about him smoking, don't they? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, smoke and blah blah blah. And then yeah. and then they say, Oh, well Missy could help you because she's developed this method and she did it on the husband and he's like, I used to smoke, I don't anymore. I can't even abide the sight of them anymore. Yeah. Um it's... Which suggests she's got incredible hypnotism powers. Mm, I'd be like, I need to leave. It's like Paul McKenna. I don't trust Paul McKenna. Get oh, out of Paul my head, McKenna. Paul. He used to say sleep, and they always nope. fall asleep. No, nope. I don't oh. like it. It's weird. And then the uh, is it is it Georgina? Yeah, Georgina, who is the sort of cook lady, comes and starts pouring drinks. But she kind of, oh. she kind of switches off a little bit and just pours this drink and just carries on. And then yeah. she's like, Georgina, and she's like, oh, oh. And she's like, oh, I'm very sorry. But she, she's weird because she's very, like, she's nice, but in a sort of weird way, like a robot. And she's like, yeah. oh, sorry. And then and then the mum's like, why don't you go have a rest? And she's well, like, yes. It wasn't until the end. I didn't realise why she kept looking in the mirror so often. But then at the end it made sense. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that either. But now I've just yeah, realised. Because she, she looked in the mirror quite often. I kept thinking, what is the significance of her looking in the mirror? Yeah. And I didn't think it was what it was, what it actually was. Yeah, that's it. So she she goes and then the brother, the brother Jeremy comes over and they start chatting. Oh. And, and he starts talking about how like they had a party and nicked the family's booze and the mum and dad are like, I really don't want to hear this, to be honest. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And then it and then he talks about his his friend kissed Rose and it was her first kiss and she bit his tongue and she was like well I didn't I wasn't prepared Just bit him didn't mean to and then they were like ha 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 so that's very weird and then he starts talking about like fighting and jujitsu and stuff and I think Chris says yeah. like he used to do karate when he was little or something and then he's like. Oh yeah, you know, with your frame and makeup, you could you could be really good. You could be a beast. And then everyone's like, "That's really weird. What are you saying that That's for?" Weird. But it was weird. It was so weird. Why are you saying that? Weird. And then he's obviously had a bit of a a, a drink, and the kind of like, yeah, I think you've had enough. Go away. Yeah. And then it kind of goes to them. Uh, it's Rose and Chris in the bedroom and then she's like oh god like jeremy he's so embarrassing i can't believe he, he did that and then he was like i'm a dad as well like keep saying my man all the time and she's like he has never once said that in his life what is happening and then and then she's like and my mum was rude to georgina and she's like i am mortified like i'm really embarrassed about it and then and then she sort of says how are they different to the policeman which i thought was quite interesting because it's kind of it's different, but the same. Yeah. And I bet, and I, and I, I imagine that people have to put up with that, like all the time. It's weird. Yeah, I think if you're not a white man, you have to put up with, with a lot of stuff and everything that's involved. Yeah. With that, but it's different for everyone, isn't it? Mm, it is, but I can imagine that that has happened to people. I'd be interested yeah. to talk to Jordan Peele and like about his experiences actually mm. to see what 
like what made him sort of write the film because it does kind of put a mirror up to society yeah. it? and sort of say have a little think have a think about it it's interesting yeah, yeah. and he cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier now you can use your contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Yeah, Chris Chris is, like, really nice about it. And he sort of says, well, I told you so. And, you know, maybe it is a bit of an issue kind of thing. And and she she's, like, mortified by it and feels awful and and he kind of he kind of joke, makes a joke about it and he's like you know it's it's fine you know way to visit well, put up with he's it a beast. huh he's a beast he's a beast <laughs> that's what he says <laughs> doesn't it he's like yeah i'm a beast yeah. um then he wakes up in the middle of the night i imagine it is for a little sneaky cigarette and he goes outside and then the groundskeeper what is it walter i think he's called walter yeah. well he, see, he sees like a shadow in the in the trees and yeah. then it's him running full pelt at him that is frightening that bit freaked me out it was that happened to me as well that genuinely happened to me when i was walking home oh, yeah, I, remember. I was walking home and uh, and i got near like the shop and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon and this guy properly ran at me full speed and i was yeah. looking at him and i was like shit and i was like am i gonna have to like hit this guy because he is literally running right at me and i was like i'm gonna have to punch this guy and i was literally ready like i had my keys in my hand yeah. and i was like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna hit him if like he comes near me but then he just he just did like what what walter does he just swerved off and walked off and i was like that's really weird yeah that was horrible and I was like, it really, it shook me that. And like, I'm yeah. not, I wouldn't say like I'm a, a sort of scaredy person. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, bra- I'm from the main streets. Exactly. I'm pretty brave. Yeah. 
but yeah it shook me for ages and like walking to work and stuff I was really like cagey and I was like god like that affected me more than I thought it did I'm all right now I've got over it now but yeah it's really weird I like it why do people do that don't run at people it's weird um yeah so he um yeah so he gets a little bit spooked and and decides to go inside and missy the mum is up and says oh do you not know about the dangers of smoking and she's just sat in this room by herself which is weird so it scares him to death because he's not expecting anyone to be up and then he goes to sit with her in this room and she's sat oh yeah she's sat with that bloody cup of tea stirring a cup of tea again magic spoon that she's got and then she says you want to know how it works don't you and he's kind of like not really because it's weird and then she sat and then i think she sort of makes a a joke about like having like um a pocket watch and swinging it you know like you are very sleepy kind of thing and she's like well it's kind of like that but she said there's like we have focal points for people to focus on and then that makes them more suggestible yeah open to suggestion hypnosis freaks me out there's something really there's something really like if it like i've never been hypnotized and i've never known anyone who has been hypnotized i don't even know if you can be hypnotized but that idea that if you can and you're that open to suggestibility it scares me it's weird from what I've heard, you can only hypnotise someone to do something they would do anyway. Right. So, like, if I said, if I asked you to do something and you were perfectly happy to do it, yeah, then you could do it under hypnosis. But if someone asked you to do something that you didn't want to do, you, you would do not it. do it under hypnosis. Mm. But I don't. That's all I know about it, really. I don't. Yeah. Even know no, it's that. it's weird. It freaks me out. And she sort of. She's very clever because she starts sort of saying about, like, she's like, oh, tell me about your mum. And then he kind of starts talking about it. Yeah, he didn't want to be hypnotised, but then she... She tricked him. ...started to do it anyway. Yeah. And she, yeah, so she's like, tell me about your mum. And and then he he sort of said she was on her way home from work. And and she's like, where were you? And And he's like, I was at home. I was watching TV. So he must have been at home by himself. Yeah. And then she and then she's like, What happened? And then and then he's kinda like, um, I didn't do anything. I didn't call anyone and I didn't look for her for ages. I just watched T V. But then you kinda get that sense that he kinda blames himself for it, which kind of I get like I get I I think people do have that kind of, it's like almost like survivor's guilt that yeah. I survived and I didn't do anything when the circumstances that you know were beyond your control, but you still feel guilty about it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And then he starts talking about the rain, and it was raining, and, and she's like, find it, and all you can hear is this, like, pouring down rain. And and he's sort of saying, like, he waited for her, and he didn't tell anyone, and, and he's, like, really distressed, like, and he starts crying, and then she's like, how do you feel? And he's like, I can't move. I'm paralysed. And then, but then you... Like, in this sort of thing, you kind of think, oh, she's kind of 
She's therapising him. Like, I feel like people who are in that profession maybe can't help themselves sometimes. So she's like, tell me about this, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then, all of a sudden, it absolutely switches direction and she's like, sink to the floor. And he's like, what? And then she's like, sink. It's, and he just goes, the... and you're like, oh my God. <gasps> it's horrible. Yeah. Do you think he um, taps into like people's worst memories of like when horrible things have happened to them to paralyze them? Yeah, and that's probably like talking about it to them like opens them up to be. Yeah. Because they're not kind of saying we're hypnotizing you. Because I feel like if someone's like, I'm going to hypnotize you, like, well, I don't want to be hypnotized. So they kind of use like that as a way in. Like recesses of the brain where the dark yeah. memories are, and the fact, and yeah. the, and it's like it's like a it's like a nightmare, and it and he yeah. can see her is in this this sunken place, and he can see her, but he just can't move, and he can see that he is still there because he's just crying. And I was it's, like, oh, Catherine Kennedy, you're horrible. Stop it. Yeah. And then he wakes up in bed, and he's like. Oh, that was weird. And then you kind of think, oh my god, like he was having a dream. It's all right, kind of thing. And he, uh, he talks to Rod because Rod sends a picture of the dog and sort of checks in and says, oh, you know, dog's all right, kind of thing. And he decides to go out to photograph some stuff, and that's when he sees Georgina at the mirror upstairs, yeah. and he kind of watches her for a bit, and she's just like staring at herself in the mirror for Looking quite a long time yeah so he's sort of looking at her and he's like oh, that's a bit weird and then she sort of clocks him watching her and then he sort of goes yeah. sort of on to whatever and then he decides to go and talk to the groundskeeper because he's chopping wood in the like the barn or whatever whatever it is and, and he's got that sort of weird happy kind of thing as well like they they are themselves but they've been hypnotized to work there yeah which isn't actually the case but you, that's what i was thinking i was like oh they're just hypnotizing them to get them to be the housekeeper and the, the groundsman yeah yeah but it was a bit more than that but you kind of you're like but wow, that's so the kind of yeah hypnotizing them, that's it yeah. yeah and she yeah it's weird and he's sort of like oh i'm sorry about last night i was just doing my exercise <laughs> in the middle of the night. Who sprints at guests in the night as their exercise? Well, apparently Walter does. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he'd gone to sleep and then the the man who was um, the original man who was Walter inside Walter was trying to escape? No. Or do you think it was? No, because Walter Walter's Walter the granddad. Yeah, so it was the granddad. Yeah. Because I was thinking, if the granddad went to sleep, could the original guy... I think that happens when he takes a picture. Only when they flash. And that kind of snaps them out of it. But I think whoever they are is still there kind of thing, but they're repressed, so that's not... Yeah, it's weird. It's so creepy. The more I think about it, the more creeped out I get. It's so weird. And then... Yeah, he goes back to Rose and he's like, I think your mum hypnotised me. And she's like, oh, that's weird. And then and then he's like, I had a dream that I was like in a hole and I couldn't get out of yeah. it. And she's like, oh, that's really weird. And then, he hasn't realised it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Everything's in London and he doesn't know. And then he's like, "Uh, Walter, what's the deal with him? Because he's really weird. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know. It's just him. And then you see all these cars coming, which is weird. Like, it's a fleet of black cars. It looks like a funeral procession, which is really weird. Sinister. And, and yeah, so there's this party that, that the granddad used to hold and they've kind of upheld the tradition of it because, you know, why not? Big house, have a big party. Um, and then she's like, oh, God, right, we're going to have to go to this party. And then uh, they sort of walk through, walk through this scene and it's basically all posh white people mm. just mingling and whatever. And then... They're all they're all really friendly, but they're all off. It's, they're all assessing him on his physical capabilities. Yeah, it's oh, so weird. And then one of them's like, yeah. talks about golf, and then he's like, I know Tiger Woods. Ugh. And he's like, right, <laughs> and what's your point? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, in hindsight, I could see what they were doing, but that, do you remember the... They're basically the sizing old him man, up. The old man oxygen. Yeah. And his... The lady who was with him, I don't know what mm. she was, and they were like feeling his arms and then looking at each other, yeah. and nodding. Like, so I'm, they were I'm an advocate for personal space, and I feel like if I went to a party oh, and people yeah. started touching me, I'd be like, I'm out of here, stop touching me. Yeah, it would be weird. Um, and it yeah. and it's kind of, and then one of them says, like, one of them talks about black people being in fashion, and, and it's all really, it's weird, it's so weird. And then uh, it's like they talk about a new look for the season. Yeah, it's properly weird. And then so he's he's like thoroughly weirded out by this. And then he sees this another black guy, I guess, at a table. And yeah. he's like, and he sort of goes up to him and he's like, oh thank God, like there's somebody else here. Everyone's being weird. And then he he's being weird. And then his wife comes, who's Philomena, who's about like three times his age. I mean, I've no judgment, whatever, if that's what you want to do. But because you know the situation's weird, you're like, there's something not adding up there. And so, yeah, so he he finds this guy and he's like, everyone's being weird. And this guy's like, my name's Logan King. And then he's like, oh, I'm a lot more comfortable with you being here, thank God. Um, And then... It's like he's being paraded round a bit like a party favourite. Do you know what I mean? It's really yeah, odd behaviour. What he looks like to yeah. the guests. Yeah, it's so weird. But then it all kind of makes sense at the end when yeah, it all comes together. But then, but then you could kind of you could kind of take that for being like a sort of racism thing. Yeah. But it but. Obviously, it isn't. It's more sort of nefarious than that, even. Yeah, well, and it's, it's definitely less... It's not what you expect. It's not what you expect, yeah. I think that's the whole yeah. point, I suppose, isn't it? It's not what you think it is kind of thing. Um, yeah. And then he meets Jim Hudson, who is the blind art dealer, and apparently he oh. is a fan of Chris's work because he's Stephen got a gallery. Root. Stephen Root! I yeah. love Stephen Root. As soon as I heard his voice, I was like, that's Jim Dotrieve. From King of the Hill. See, I I always think about him as that guy who was in Office Space who's like, I need my stapler. 
You're a stapler. He crops up in in the weirdest places. To He's Stephen in a Ray. lot of stuff, Stephen Root, yeah. isn't he? It's crazy. He's. I really like Stephen Root. I right? do. I love his voice. Um, he, yeah, so he says that he's a fan of Chris's photos and um, that he's got this genetic disease and he had vision, but it's gone now. And and he's yeah. like, I'm, I'm well aware of the irony of being an art dealer and I can't see. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense because for him to get Chris's body, mm. he's already, like, Chris is already kind of in the art world. He could almost go back to his old career. Yeah. And just sort of say oh well like i've forgotten his name but stephen root yeah is he could go back to still running the gallery yeah chris's body yeah yeah because chris is already in the photography world it's kind of like yeah. a kind of quite a neat little that's it it all got. kind of works out doesn't it yeah um yeah he goes upstairs to ring his friend but his phone is dead and the charge is out and he says to Rose that Georgina unplugged his phone and she she's like, you, you're overreacting now, you need to really calm down. And he ends up talking to Rod and he says it's everything's weird and he thinks he got hypnotised. Um, he's not, he's stopped smoking and it's all very strange. And then, he, and then Rod starts talking about Jeffrey Dahmer and how like he yeah. sort of, cut people's heads off but still gave them blowjobs or something it's really weird <laughs> it is like not good is it apparently he tried to um was it Jeff- jeffrey dahmer i think jeffrey dahmer tried to lobotomize people and he like drilled a hole in their head and put boiling water in the head really yeah i'm sure it was him and it, so he That's like horrible. it was so he could have it was like to have a sort of companion but but they were kind of like a zombie it's really strange, which I kind of see That's the parallels horrible. now. It kind of makes sense. Um, is he a real person? Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. 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 He's like a really well-known serial killer. Have you ever heard of Jeffrey Dahmer? Wow. I'm not looking him up. I wouldn't. He's not great. I don't need to know that. Glad he's no longer with us, yeah. I assume. No, I, don't, I think he got... Did he get executioned? I don't know. I think I might have done. I can't remember. So Georgina comes in and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I was cleaning and I must have unplugged your phone. I did. You know, I forgot to put it back. Which, which is a reasonable explanation. But the way she says it is in a really, really weird, sort of creepy, serenely happy thing. Yeah. So you're like, no. And she says, does he? Does he ask her if she's like? if she's happy or if she's having like a bad time there or something and she's like oh no 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 <laughs> he's like oh my god um and then she's like yeah they're like they're like family to me you know i'm being cared for and stuff and then i think she leaves and then he's like god that bitch is crazy can't can't deal with this he goes back to the party and and then he he ends up talking to these like privileged white people again who this they start talking about him being African American, does he have like an advantage or disadvantage in yeah. life? So they're literally just sizing him up to they see. They are sizing him up, yeah. It's really wear him like a glove. Stra- yeah. yeah, pretty much. Strange <laughs> it's a strange, like strange question. And then he kind of he talks to the guy in the suit and he's like, Oh, I'll leave you to field this one. And then he sort of starts talking. 
he starts talking about him having no desire to go out and stuff and I was like that sounds like lockdown right now um <laughs> and he's like yeah and he's like yeah you know it's sort of he seems quite happy with this woman in the meantime uh Chris decides to take a photo of him with his phone camera but obviously forgets to turn the noise and flash off because makes an almighty oh. noise and a massive flash and then he's like oh whoops <laughs> sorry and then you see that guy change like his accent changes his demeanor changes yeah and he yeah. he basically runs at him and he's like get out get out get out and you're like yes get out it's weird something's not right and and he sort of it's like almost he's like trying to attack him but but I don't think he was. I think he was just telling him to leave because he's not safe there, yeah. obviously. And everyone goes inside and then they say, oh, he's, he's feeling better now, he's all right. Um, and then they thank Missy for treating him and calming him down, which obviously what she's done is re-hypnotise him. Yeah. Which, which obviously you don't know at that point, but then he comes out and he's like, oh, I'm very, I'm very sorry. Um, you know, I'm sorry about that. And I think they put it down to, like, an epileptic fit or something. And then he's like, oh, you weren't yeah. meant to know with the camera flash, you know, that's not your fault, I'm very sorry, blah, blah, blah. But then he says that he... Is it... It's somebody in his family has got epilepsy, isn't it? And he's like, whoever it's it is gonna... has got epilepsy. And he's like, that is not epilepsy. Like, that. that's not a normal reaction and it's not an epileptic yeah. fit. So he's wanting to leave... Um, and he tells Rose, he's like, I think I need to go. I don't want to be here anymore. And then she's like, were well, you going to go without me? And he's like, well, that's up to you. You can either come with me or stay. It's up to you. But I'm going. Then in that time, it goes to... it. Look, well, I'm, I'm assuming it's an auction, basically, and there's a picture of Chris and all these people who are at the party are bidding... Yeah. He, he says it's bingo, but it's like an auction. It says bingo. It's essentially an auction, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's horrid. And the, the blind guy wins, apparently. Yeah, I couldn't quite figure out the system of like numbers that the guy was holding his hands up. I wonder if it's I kind of a... figure out the bidding or whatever. I wonder if you're on like a waiting list or something, because they seem yeah. to get people for other people, don't they? So if... Yeah. Yeah, but it was his his time. He's won basically, um, and then he ends up talking to Rose, does Chris about his mum's death, which I don't think mm. he's opened up to her about, and it, and he basically says like she she survived the initial hit. And he feels like if he'd have done something, he could have saved her, basically. But she's kind of like, yeah. well, it wasn't it wasn't your fault. Like, you can't blame yourself. In the meantime, all the party guests have gone home, so it's just the family and Chris that are still there. He, I think he must have sent that picture of that guy to Rod. And he says that he recognises him. He recognises him as somebody else. And then he, he, he goes into this big thing and he's like, they're hypnotising people to use as sex slaves. And he's like, get out of there. Off on a tangent. Yeah, he's like... It's not that far wrong. No, no, exactly. He's like, get out of there. You need to get out of there now. It's so weird. So he 
he's talking to him, but the phone cuts out and he's like, oh, his battery must have died. And he's like, oh, that's not good. So Chris has decided that he is leaving and he starts packing and he's like, if you're going to come with me, Rose, you need to start packing. So she's like, right, okay, that's fine. And then he's like, where are the car keys? And she's like, oh, I've lost them. I always lose them. They'll be in here somewhere. So she starts sort of rooting through a bag and then he sort of says, we can do this on the move. We need to get out right now. We're going. Then uh, they get downstairs and Jeremy's at the front door and they're like, oh, where where are you going? And it, and he sort of says, oh, my dog's sick, so I've got to go, yeah. which is a good... Jeremy with a lacrosse stick. Yeah. Absolutely. If that rich doesn't scream sport. posh rich person, I don't know what does. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, my dog's sick, so I've got to go. Oh, before that as well, I forgot to say, before that, he ends up opening, like, a crawl space or something, Mm. and he finds this box of pictures of Rose with basically a load of different black guys who look like her boyfriend. They're, like, sort of boyfriend-girlfriend poses, aren't they? Including the groundsman and the cook lady as well. Yeah. So, so she's and she sort of... said that she had not had a black boyfriend before, which clearly was a yeah. lie. So he's like, no, there's something not right so here. That was the point. He realizes she seemed like she's innocent this whole time. She did a really good job pretending to be innocent this whole yeah. time. So and she... then he suddenly realized she's in on it as well. He hasn't got anyone. So he's like, I need to get to out of here. Him. They're all um, out to get him. Yeah. yeah so That's he's. Possible, isn't it? He's downstairs and the whole family sort of starts surrounding him kind of in a roundabout yeah. way and, and then the dad's sort of talking about divinity and all this lot and, and he keeps saying, where are the keys, Rose? Get me the keys. Where are the keys? And the brother tries to hit him and then she's like, oh my God, what are you doing? So you kind of maybe think, mm, I think she is on his side. And then in the end, he's like, where are the keys? And then she's just holding them. And she's like, I can't give you these keys. And then you're like, oh, no. And then uh, hypnotism, bloody Darren Brown woman comes in (laughs) with a a pissing teacup again. I'd I'd smash that teacup into smithereens. And she taps it and he basically just drops to the floor. So it must, they must, she must have met like a trigger for him to, to be sort of paralysed at the tapping of the spoon, basically. He's he's in the sunken place again and he can see them and he can hear them talking while they're taking him downstairs. So in the beginning, when he took them for a tour, he said, oh, the basement's full of mould, or black mould, so we don't go down there. But actually, there's a whole yeah. operating theatre down there I and prison. That. Yeah. yeah, prison. It won't, it, yeah, he wouldn't have wanted to show him that bit, would he? Oh, no. Um, and then Rose, here's Rose saying, you were one of my favourites. And I was like, is that meant to make him feel better? Because oh, so, you've so thoroughly stitched him up here. He was her favourite. It's fine. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, the Rod, Rod's getting concerned. So he tries to call Chris, but it goes to voicemail. And he's like... That's weird. He goes to his apartment and he's not there because he knows that he was coming home. So he's like, well, he's not come home yet. So what's going on? And then he's sat with Dog because he goes to look after Dog and he goes to find Andrew, who who's this, this guy, 
that Chris has met, but he's actually called Andre, and it turns out that he's missing. So he's like, yeah. oh my God, like something is happening now. Um, Chris is in a basement tied to a chair with a TV. It's like a really old style TV that's facing him. And it's got woods on it. And then it cuts to the granddad saying that you've been chosen and then starts talking about this procedure and and service to members of the group. Um, what has that granddad been in? I recognise him. Was he in... Oh, he was in... It looked like John Lick, though, but I don't know if it was. I couldn't I really... I couldn't him. quite... I couldn't quite tell. I'll tell you. Just one minute. I thought... I, yeah, when I looked, I was like, he looks familiar. But I don't know. Roman Armitage, was it? Yeah. Yeah. What has he been in? Hmm. I thought it was John Lick, though. It really looked like him from where I was watching. (laughs) He's been in a lot of stuff, but nothing that I think... Yeah, Richard Hurd. He was in the OC. Star Trek Voyager. So much stuff. Yeah. I feel like I've seen him in, in something, but I couldn't... Who's in Buffy? He's kind of done like the odd episode of this and that and Sequest DSV. Oh, no. oh yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's not what I've seen him in. That's not what I've seen him in. Seen him? I'm sure I've seen him like in something. Been in quite a lot of sci-fi. Yeah, planes, trains, and automobiles. That's what I've seen him in. Yes, I love planes, trains, and automobiles. Loads. That's great. Anyway, so yeah, so he's he's doing this. It's like um. It's like one of those sort of like infomercial type videos, isn't it? It's really weird. Or, you know, like when they like advertise spas or something, and it's like, come to our spa, it's very nice, but actually you yeah. don't want to go to this one. Um, And then he talks about coagula, which I don't know if it's like a cult or something or like some kind of order that they're all in, it sounds like. Basically, they're all in it. And then it cuts to a stirring teacup. So... He's he's in this basement. He ain't going nowhere. Rob is trying to report to the police and he's like, my friend's been missing for two days. He left with his white girlfriend. I'm watching his dog. And then he was like, I found this other guy. He was there. He's with a woman who's twice his age. And I think they're abducting black people and hypnotising them for sex slaves to this woman and she's like let me just uh, see to that and then she basically brings all her colleagues in and they all just have a good laugh at him because yeah so it sounds ridiculous like, oh, yeah she's they... gonna t- she's taking it seriously she's getting yeah. superior yeah to sort this out because i i managed to call the police in on this yeah and then they they just want to laugh at him. they all just absolutely howl at him but actually he's closer than he realizes to the truth yeah. <laughs> so he's basically like right i'm on my own i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to sort this out um he calls rose and she's she's like oh he left two days ago has he not got home yet and and sort of oh, i'm really yeah. worried but then it cuts to a face and there is not an ounce of emotion on her face at all and it's really weird yeah. but like her voice she's like oh my god i'm really worried but nothing it's really creepy nothing. she's really good here actually she's a good she's good in this role um yes, she is. and then she's terrifying. he's like 
He's like, just one minute. And he mutes her and he's like, she is lying. She is absolutely lying. I'm not having this. And then he's like, TSA, TSA shit. I'm going to record her. I'm going to record her right now. And then he yeah. and he starts talking to her again and his recorder. And, and then she's like, I know why you're calling. And then she's like, oh, there's something between us. Like, you've always wanted me and all this lot. And he's like, no, I'm ringing about Chris. This is nothing to do with you. And then basically hangs up and he, and he's like oh she's clever she's clever but i am cleverer and then it yeah. cuts to chris chris is still in this room i don't know how long he's been in this room again and the tv's on again and it's the blind guy um and he's like this is this is just to answer any questions or concerns that you've got like that's going to make you feel better um and and he's talking about this procedure and he's like it's in three stages so there's yeah. like the hypnotism mental preparation and then a transplant and he sort of says like the so prior to this i was still thinking they hypnotize them to do their bidding i didn't realize it was yeah but then yeah it's like another layer of weirdness and you're just yeah, like oh my god so yeah and then he's like he sort of says, like, you, you're you not completely gone, but you've got limited... I can't say yeah. it. Consciousness. And then he basically says, so I'm still there, but I'm in the sunken place. And then he's like, yep, pretty much. And then he's sort of saying, like, I'll control the motor functions, but you'll... So I'll be there, but you'll be there, but you won't have any say in what's going on. Yeah. And then he kind of says, and he's like, why? He's like, why black people? Why? And he, and he sort of says about people want to be stronger and faster and all this lot. And, and they're sort of seen as a as a more superior race that they want to be, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. And he basically says that he wants his eyes because obviously he's blind. So if he transplants himself into him, he'll be able to see. Think he'd still be as good at photography? Maybe because he's kind of still there, so I'm assuming he still has that kind of yeah artistic he was license. Yeah, he, he tried photography and he didn't quite have the knack for it, but Chris yeah. did. Yeah, like and that's why. Yeah. Abilities, yeah. Oh, so weird. Um, so he's sat in this chair and he's tied to this chair, but then he say, he sees that the chair's coming apart and he and he pulls like a bit of stuffing Genius. out of it which I, I watched a thing after and it's cotton so mm. cotton as a sort of symbol of oppression in that long has actually okay. saved his life which i thought yeah. was quite interesting and he starts pulling at it and then he sees he sees this cup again and he's in the sunken place and then the family are in this basement doing the operation on this blind guy so it kind of cuts to him getting his head cut open and and oh. and all that sort of stuff um and jeremy's taking a chair to go get chris because obviously he's incapacitated at this time and he unties him but then turns around for some reason and then you find out that he's actually free so yeah. He hits Jeremy with what? It looks like like a billiard ball or something. Like, it? It's like a croquet ball or something. Croquet ball, because the posh. Yeah. Yes. So he yeah. smacks posh him with shorts. that. Yeah. And then he uh, he pulls out these cotton earbuds that yeah. he had in oh, his ears. And I was genius. like, that is clever. Well done. I wouldn't yeah. have thought of that. That's I'd so have been dead. Pleased. 
was so pleased when he did that. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. And I was like, nah, I'd have died, definitely. <laughs> so Jeremy's not come back, obviously, so the dad starts calling for him. And all of a sudden, he uh, Chris turns up with a deer head and just spears him with this deer head. And oh, I yeah. thought, that's kind I, of another sign. That deer head was very prominent on the wall. I was like, that deer head's going to like have glowing eyes. There's going to be like, something to do with that deer head. It's kind but of a sign of status, that, isn't it? And poshness, I yeah. think. So he's being killed with his own sort of... Or that you might... Um, status. Also kill something as a trophy and then... Start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength 5-hour energy. It contains all the great 5-hour energy shot ingredients plus added vitamins and nutrients like zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C to help support the immune system. It comes in three great flavors, ultra orange, pineapple apricot, and pink watermelon. All this comes in a convenient portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink. No mixing required. Daily immune support plus extra strength 5-hour energy. Get it today at your local Rite Aid store. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash this is home today. Have its head. Yeah. Mountain. Well, that's it. It's kind yeah. of a rich people thing, isn't it? I thought. Yeah. And but then he used it against them. Yeah, it was great. Like, I loved it. Out. I was like, yeah, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> um, he falls down, but there was a candle that got knocked over, so the fire starts in the theater. Um, he ends up coming out to the actual house, and the mum's got a bloody cup, and he smashes it. And I was like, yes, smash yeah. that cup, Thankfully, pack it in, yeah. and she. She stabs him with something. I don't know what it was. Was it like a letter opener or something? It's something very small and pointy. Or a scal- it might have been a scalpel or something. But I don't know. It was I feel like it was gold. I feel mm. like it was gold coloured. And I don't know the significance of that because in his next film, there's a pair of gold scissors. So I don't oh. know why. I don't know what it is. But I feel like that is significant. If anyone does know is that about Candyman? this, huh? Is that Candyman? No, it's us. Next, what's the next Which one? Is is producing Candyman the next one? But it's not oh, directed yeah. it. But yeah, the 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 film he did after this called Us. There's a pair of gold scissors. Oh, that's like I wanted to significant. See that. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if anyone knows what that significance is and can enlighten me, please tell me because I'm really interested to know. But yeah, basically he, for some reason, he doesn't react to his hand being stabbed and manages to pull it out and stab her yeah. so she dies. So he's, he's a man who has been through it all. He's at the end of his tether. He is at the end of his he's tether, <laughs> to say he's the least. Had enough. Yeah. He, so he gets keys and he goes out 
And in the meantime, Rose is sat in a room listening to I've Had the Time of My Life yeah. <laughs> while, while looking for a next vi- victim. And also, I put in my notes, who eats cereal like that? She had a glass of milk and a bowl of cereal. So she was eating one With, cereal and, and drinking did you milk. as well? She put her hair back and mm. she was sort of dressed in a very kind of um, strange way. Mm. I wonder if she like meets people online. So she was like Creepy. prepared to meet them online, but yeah, I was like, only a psychopath would eat cereal like that. I was like, she's definitely before, wrong. So before Chris, before she knows any what's happened to Chris, she's already looking. She's like moved on to the next. Four yeah, that's it. Like he's in the basement now, not her problem anymore. On to yeah, the next one. Yeah, she's done her part. Yeah, so it oh, must be like a fl- like she's with him for like four or five months to develop trust, and then she's like, oh, come meet yeah. the parents, and then they off him. It's horrible, yeah. isn't it? Um, he, yeah, he takes the car and he calls the police and he's like, I'm, I'm at this, I'm at the Armitage house. I need to get out of here. Like shit's going no. sideways. He ends up running over the cook. Yeah. But then he's going to leave her, but then he's like, I can't leave her. I can't leave her. Um, I'm going to have to go. Yeah. But then you kind of think that maybe she's, there's some part of her left. So she gets in the car yeah. And um, Rose comes out with a hunting rifle, it looks like. And I was like... Yeah, hun- a, yeah a rifle with a long sight. But I was like, so that's... Yeah, brutal. Yeah, and I feel like there's no respect for people. Like, if she's willing to do that, there's no, like, value of their life. It's almost like it's they're almost just like something to hunt and... Kept- kept the rifle there in case of escapees yeah but there's no like yeah yeah it's weird oh it's horrible it's, it's horrible. horrible um so she gives chase with the gun and uh chris is driving with the cook in the car but she attacks him and yeah. um so they crash into a tree and then she just says grandpa which i never even twigged at the time no so that that's so, right but like i yeah, so when the hu- the the sort of groundskeeper guy is their granddad, because yes. obviously he's and had this Gina. procedure, and that's why he runs all the time because he got beat by Jesse Owens. Yeah, uh, Georgina's the grandmother. Yeah, it just gets worse. There's layers and layers and layers, and I'm just like, oh my yeah. god. Because they've got scars as well. So Georgina's wearing a wig, and Walter, I think he just wore a cap all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, so they've got massive. I never even. Oh my god! I never even realised this. So, yeah. So he gets to the um, he gets to Chris and starts attacking Chris. Meanwhile, Rose is catching up, but he takes a photo of the gardener with the flash. Fortunately. And then he sort of stops, and you think, "Oh my god! Like, is he actually gonna be all right or not?" And she, uh, Rose catches up to them, and then he says. I'll do it. So he takes a gun off her and you're like, oh my God, that didn't even work. But then yeah. he shoots Rose and you're like, yes. But then yeah. he shoots himself, which I thought was really sad because obviously he doesn't want to be in that position of like, suppose... living in that kind of way. I was like, oh, I don't know if awful. there was any way that they could have been saved, really. No. And yeah, so Rose, Rose is on the floor and then she's like, I'm really sorry, I love you. But at this point, Chris is like, I ain't falling for that. And then just starts she to strangle her. Yeah. 
starts mm -hmm. to strangle her and I was like, just, just do it. But then she starts smiling, which is weird. And I was like, why is she smiling? But then he stops. Yeah. So I guess like he had feelings for her. So, you know, he's not going to want to kill her really, is he? And then in the meantime, you hear the sirens of a police car and you think, oh, thank God. Yeah. But, then but then it goes to the view of him haunched over yeah. her and you're like, oh, and no. Like, and you're like, oh, oh. my God. Like, it's going to be that policeman from the start and they're going to blame it all on Yes, yeah, that's it. And I yeah. was like, oh, God, that's horrible. Mm. But it's not. It's Rod. Rod's what? come to the rescue. I was like, oh, no. thank God. So, so pleased for God. They get in the car um, and he's like, I told you not to go into that house. <laughs> and then he's like, how did you find me? And then he just looks at him and he's like, I'm T.S. motherfucking A. We get shit done. And I'm like, yes, you do. I'm so glad yes. that you saved him. They drive off and she dies. And that's yeah. it. That's the end of the film. I'm so glad he survived. I'm so pleased. I was dreading him not surviving. I feel like I heard, I don't know how true this is, I think the original ending was going to be a policeman and he got arrested. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I was like, God, that would have been fucking bleak, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh. No, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, but oh my God, yeah. What a rollercoaster ride. Maybe Such a good film. Such a good film. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of references to The Shining, because he mentions about being trapped in a hedge maze at some point. And when he's talking to him at the TSA, the flight is 237, which is the room that he's not meant to go in in The Shining. So I feel I feel like he is a horror fan and he's always been a horror yeah. fan and like he knows horror. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think this was his first film that he did as well. I think he used to be on like a. Did he used to be on like a, a comedy program? I feel like he did like a comedy sketch program with somebody. Is it Peeling Peeling Key or something like that? Which I'd I'd never seen, but apparently that's what I he started know. doing. Yeah, but I was like, for a for a first film to come out of the gate Good. like that, I was like, fucking brilliant! Like, make more, please. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I'm glad it won. I'm glad it won Oscars. What did it win? Awards. Let me see. So, it won Best Original Screenplay. Is that all it won? Oh, well, it's a screenplay was good. It won, it won, um, it won some other awards. Like it won an AFI Award for Movie of the Year. I'm surprised. I thought it won more. It should have won more. Absolutely should have done. I think it should have won for Most Creepy Family. Can you win an Oscar for that? Most creepy family. No, I don't think you can, but it should have yeah. been a category, definitely. Yeah, I think uh, as a as a first sort of as a first film, it's it it did good, and I remember like the amount yeah. of buzz that was at, out about it as well. I didn't watch it for ages, but like I kept seeing people like, "You need to watch this film. You need to." Watch, and I was like really intrigued by this film, um, and he, I watched. Um, it would have been good to see it at the cinema. Yeah, I wish I'd have seen it at the cinema, to be fair. Yeah. I feel like if he does any more, when, when cinema's open again, I'll be there. I watched um, a documentary on Shudder called Horror Noir, and it's about, like, it's, like, black history and horror, basically, and how... Mm. And, and he was sort of saying, like, 
because he he's in it and he and he said like when he first watched Candyman like at a young age and saw Tony Todd like that was like a massive thing for him to see him like be a leading role and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Yeah. I recommend it if anyone wants to watch it. Very good. But like obviously he's you can tell like he's a, a horror fan and yeah I I look forward to the more stuff that he is gonna do. Definitely. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, ratings, I'd probably give it 5 out of 5, because, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I would too. Um, gore, probably. The sort of stuff at the end with the brains, kind of gross. But it's not really a gory. a little bit gory. I, mean, I not... know it, it wasn't more gory than any sort of surgery. I didn't like the way he threw. Just yeah. me out. The way he threw that um, Stephen Root's head into that um, bucket in the bin yeah, yeah. Uh. And, and then the thing that, that I found quite disturbing and I know he was a really horrible person mm. but because the surgeon Jeremy and the dad were both killed and I was like he's just gonna lie there under um what do you call it when they knock people out anesthetic and I said he's just gonna lie there under anesthetic for hours until he wakes up and he's yeah. not going to have... If uh, I mean, the fire might take the place out. I think the Why fire killed candles? him. Huh? Why were there candles in there? Is that I like don't know. weird ritual or is that just ambiance? I don't know, but if we've learned anything from this film is don't have can- candles in a surgery area. Yeah. Because they but will yeah, get knocked over and you will way, burn. You know a person. Yeah. When he was lying there for hours until you gradually wake up and you've got no skull. Ugh. Yeah, that's not Horrible. good. You'd have to just put it back on. <laughs> like a hat. <laughs> put, put your hair on backwards. Yeah. Put it on a wig. Oh, my God. Oh, Yeah, that, that bit was kind of gross. So I'd probably give it a two because it's not mm. really that bad. Um, it's Yeah, it's not overly good. Humour, there was, there was some humour in it. I'd give it probably a two and a half. I think Rod, yeah. Rod's quite funny. It was rough. He he provided a bit of comedic relief because otherwise, like, yeah, you'd be very sad. But yeah, it's great. Yeah, if you've not watched it, get it watched because it's just really good. And I hope he does more. I'm very much looking forward to Candyman. I'm really really sad that they've put it back because obviously because of uh, COVID nineteen and stuff. It was meant to be out in June. Mm. Was it June or July? Yeah. June or July, but they've it's put it back because. Yeah, there's there's loads of films that aren't going to make as much money as they should. Yeah, but which then, is a shame, really, because there's some good stuff coming out. Yeah, I think a lot of people have put their stuff back because yeah. they want people to see it in the cinema, obviously. Because yeah, so, what's happening to Top Gun? Top Gun? Mm. Oh, I don't know. Has it been shelved for a bit? I know James Bond has. Okay. Yeah. Has it? See, I, I'm in two minds about the redo of Top Gun, but I was going to see it to see what it's like. Yeah, I'm like that with remakes. I'm like, I won't like it, but I will watch it to see how much I don't like it. Yeah. But then but then I think, I think I've sort of changed my opinion of that slightly now. Like horror remakes, I used to be like, no, I don't like horror remakes. I don't want them to do it. But there are some that have done, done it well, so... I think you've just got to take each one as it comes and see if it's any good. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. But 
Yeah, hopefully, like, when once all this craziness is done, we can get back to normal, go watch some films. It'll be good. <laughs> I hope so. Hopefully, yeah. I'm ho- I'm hoping so. I think I think the end is in sight now. I would think, maybe. So I just I, I just don't know. Mm. Yeah. So next week we're gonna do misery. It's very good. I've heard of that. Rob Reiner's misery. Um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so ne- next yeah. week. Rob Reiner's Misery. Everyone give that a watch. Oh. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod. And we are also on the emails, wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. If anyone knows about the significance of the gold or anything else that you think, just send us a little email. I'd be intrigued to see your thoughts. And we shall see you next week. Bye. Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today.